1: Enjoy fast shipping options, like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the
2: MMA Fan Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I
1: give you... Stephen Blake Right quickly before we get on with the episode we've got an announcement the MMA fan podcast is now sponsored by Free Train Blake what's Free Train Free Train
2: is a fantastic company that do these amazing vests for when you run, when you train. Whether you're going for a run or hitting the bag, you can keep your phone close to your chest. And uh, yeah, they're brilliant. They've got a little pocket for your keys. You no know more or do you need to have your phone rumbling around in your pocket or at an awkward angle on your arm or anything like that. You've got the vest on phones there easy access to it they do some great uh gloves as well to keep your hands warm and be able to touch the phone and everything it's all linked up with your phone so yeah they're a fantastic brand couple of pockets for your keys everything you need when you go for a run or if you're hitting the bag training
1: and you're not just saying this for the sake of it before they even become our sponsors you had one of these vests, didn't you
2: yeah Yeah, I've I've still got it. I run with it all the time. But yeah, before they became our sponsors, I had one of these vests. They are genuinely brilliant. I really like them. And uh, yeah, I'm really pleased they're our sponsor.
1: And if you want one, if you head over to freetrain.com, when you go shopping and you put all your stuff in in your basket, just before you check out, if you put in the code MMAFAN, you'll save yourself 10%. Don't say we don't spoil you here on this podcast. 10% off an amazing vest from Free Train. www.freetrain.com.
2: All right, let's get on with the show.
1: Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but we've got another sponsor to tell you about Phil Supreme. They're a nationally recognised brand who offer only the very highest quality of natural supplements. Their extensive range includes a range of medicinal mushrooms, nootropics, anti-aging products, gut support products, green powders, vitamins and much more.
2: Yep, they've worked with fighters from all the top promotions including UFC, Bellator, Brave and Cage Warriors with a solid reputation of providing results. So check them out on Instagram which is at phil underscore supreme or their website, www.phillsupreme.co.uk, and make sure you use the code MMAFAN for a cool 15% off your first order. Don't say we don't spoil you. Hello, and welcome to the MMA Fan Podcast. I am one half of your presenting duo, Blake Harrison, and joining me today is no one. That's right. No one. No one's with me. Flying solo, baby. Oh, feels good. Shifted that dead weight that was Stu whiffing. Jeez Louise. Got rid of that guy. No, I'm joking. Stu Stu and I did this interview with Derek Brunson, and immediately afterwards I had to run off to a a film premiere. (laughs) Don't worry about it, guys. No big deal. Uh, And uh, then um, Stu's gone on holiday. So I've had to do the intro and outro by myself. Uh, so yeah, so this is it. So we've got Derek Brunson on the show. Uh, Stu will be part of the interview, but then he's on holiday. So intro and outro by me, interview as usual with both of us. And we've got Derek Brunson on the show today. And he talks about his upcoming fight with Darren Till on September 4th. That's this Saturday um, he talks about uh, the fight moving from London to Vegas and as an American, how you know that has obviously less impact on him, but he was quite excited about coming to London. And he talks a little bit about uh, the middleweight division and that potential uh, epic title fight rematch between Israel Adesanya and Robert Whittaker. As Derek's fought both those guys, he's got losses to both those guys, but he's obviously with a win against Darren Till, could be looking at fighting the winner of that potential rematch between Whitaker and Adesanya. So uh, yeah, he's got an interesting take on what he thinks will happen in that fight as well. So enjoy this interview with Derek Brunson. Yeah, Derek Brunson, welcome to the MMA Fan Podcast. How are you? Good. How are you guys?
1: Yeah. Very good, good, mate. Very good. good. Very good. Very excited to have you on the show. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, I mean, first and foremost, uh, Derek, how's training going? How's camp been?
3: Uh, camp's been real good, you know. Um, <clears throat> the same as my previous four fights down at Sanford MMA, so good training partners, good coaches, everything's yeah. good.
2: Excellent. Fantastic, Excellent. mate, fantastic. Um, we had um, – well, I heard Darren Till on uh, Ariel Helwani's show recently saying that um, – uh, when the fight was originally postponed for a bit, he was messaging you saying to wait for him, that he's the biggest fight in the division outside the title shot. I want to know, A, is that true? And B, like, how were the interactions with Darren? Because we know that he can be a, a bit of a troll, but also quite a funny guy on social media. So so how was that if that did happen?
3: Yeah, uh, it was funny, you know. Yeah, he sent me a couple Five messages. Minutes. messages. I sent him a couple messages. Uh, he's a funny guy. And, yeah, I think that was one of the most exciting fights to make in the middleweight division, you know. Huge implications for himself and myself.
1: Yes, absolutely. And, I mean, we've been interviewing lots of the, the, the British fighters that are on this card, and all of them are obviously very, very kind of... Uh, upset when the fight was no longer going to be in the UK. I just wonder, speaking to an American fighter, like how you found it when you got the news that you wasn't going to be walking out to a potentially hostile British crowd, uh, uh, you know, full of Darren Till uh, fans. Like, how did it feel to know that the fight was going to be on on US soil?
3: I was a little upset that I wasn't going to get booed to death when I walked out <laughs> to the Octagon. But it is what it is, man. I fought all across the world. Um, through my times in the UFC, I fought in Australia, New Zealand, Brazil. I was supposed to fight in Germany one time. So, yeah, this is just going to be another place that I fought. Um One of my biggest wins was Machida in Brazil, you know. So yeah. I don't mind going to somebody's hometown and getting the, getting the job done, making some fans, kind of pissing the fans off by beating <laughs> their countrymen, but...
2: So was was there an element of potentially even disappointment that you didn't get to go uh, abroad uh, and come over to the UK for the fight? Was that even maybe even slightly disappointing or were you like, no, nah, it's it's easier for me for training and all that stuff to just keep it in America?
3: Yeah, yeah, I was a little disappointed, you know, because like I said, I haven't been to the UK before. I've been all across the world, but I haven't been to the UK. So um, that was one of the things, I, just another bucket list, another place that I've been. So I was a little disappointed, but at the end of the day, it's all good. Uh, maybe sometime in the future.
2: Absolutely. Well, one of the other things I wanted to ask you was, you know, like, you're you're on a four-fight win streak at the moment. You're really grinding your way through a very tough division. And your opponent, Darren Till, is someone that's only one-and-one one at middleweight, and yet the champion's saying his name. Uh, I know he hasn't fought Adesanya yet, and you have, which obviously is slightly in his favor. But... Is it in any way frustrating for you, someone that's put together a four fight win streak is working incredibly hard knowing that there's a lot of talk that if Darren beats you, he could get a title shot next.
3: Um, well, I feel the same way, you know, with a good, impressive victory, I can get a title shot too. So that's my mindset. And that's what I've been working on these years to get that rematch back. Uh, when me, and Israel fought before I was the higher ranked guy. And so, you know, He'll be the higher-ranked guy with a rematch, so it kind of worked perfect. Mm-hmm. I did him a solid, he did me a solid. Now we're back, see what happens after all these years. But, I mean,
2: obviously, you'd have really earned that. I mean, firefight, win streak over some of the names that you've had as well, particularly if, if you were to beat Darren. You, I think everyone from the outside would go, well, look, Derek's earned it. But there, there would be, I think, a faction of people out there that would possibly say that Darren hasn't done as much to earn it but do you just go, look, that 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 doesn't bother me. You're just on your own path, doing your own thing, and everyone else can do what they do.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, in life, you can't really compare. You can't compare your journey or where somebody's at or how much money someone else has compared to what you have. You know, you got to be on your own path. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, you know, is um <clears throat> I can't – I'm not comparing my body of work to Till's or what he's done. Me and him are scheduled to fight. We're two top-ranked guys with a lot of implications on this fight. So – That's what it
1: is. Well, well, let's talk about the fight. I mean, how do you see it going?
3: Oh, I see myself winning, you know. (laughs) I
1: I wasn't Uh, doubting that to be the answer. I just wondered, like, how you saw that win coming.
3: I I don't know. uh, Knockout, submission, TKO, you know. I really don't have any planned um, ways that I want to finish the fight. You know, during during the fight week, that's when I really get locked in and I start seeing ways that I can change to fight. But right now, I'm just training, making sure my body's good, uh, making sure I push myself, and then, you know, we'll, we'll count it down as the week goes.
0: Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems.
2: I mean, the other thing is, with it being in Vegas, uh, it's going to be at the apex, I imagine, and that does have a smaller cage. Now, everyone will be expecting Darren to use footwork and striking to keep the the fight standing, and everyone will be expecting you to be going in for the takedowns and using your wrestling. Do you think the smaller cage will, will make a difference in the fight at all?
3: I don't know. It, it, guys know the move when their back is to the cage. Everybody trains that, whether it's a big cage or a small cage. Um, guys are always going to circle, look to counter, look to keep the center. So that's always the focus. And it's always the focus of the other guy not to be too aggressive to run into stuff. So um, small cage, big cage, you got to fight regardless and you got to get stuff done. So this is how I look at it. What are,
1: what are you expecting from Darren?
3: I'm expecting Darren, you know, just be his normal self. You know, look to look to get it going. A lot of faints on the feet, Um, tag, move, tag, move, you know. So that's why I'm expecting a little Ryota Machida, uh, Stephen Wonderboy type.
2: (laughs) feel. And do, do you feel like has Darren in the opponents you've seen that Darren's had? Do you feel like his takedown defense has ever been tested by any one of your credentials and your ability when it comes to the wrestling side of things?
3: Nah, I don't think he's been, you know, his wrestling been tested to my level. You know, um, I would say the closest is Woodley, you know, but you know, I'm a longer, bigger version, uh stronger, you know, my wrestling's just as good as, if not better. So I mean that's where we at with that.
2: Yeah. Woodley very much sort of relied on that power right hand as well a lot of the times. And uh, you know, fingers crossed he does the business against Jake Paul this weekend. I think everyone <laughs> in the MMA community is, is hoping for a Woodley win there. But um, I mean, speaking of, of like Jake Paul and the kind of these kind of social media stars and stuff like that, how are you with with social media? Because I mean, uh, I see the the pros and cons with social media with with what I do, and I know a lot of fighters do as well. Because you you need it to build your brand, get a bigger purse for fighters, and get followers and sponsorships and stuff like that. But it seems particularly with fighters, you have to deal with such kind of vitriol and 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 some quite nasty stuff, not just the fans of a, a country going, oh, my boy is going to knock you out or anything like that, but genuinely sometimes some really horrible stuff. How how do you deal with social media and do you see it as more of a positive or a negative?
3: Um, social media, I like it, you know, building your yeah. brand and stuff like that. It doesn't really matter, you know. I've been in this game for a long time when I was like 10 years younger in the game, I would read stuff and I would kind of take it to heart, but now I just laugh at it. I'm like, oh, look at this guy, you know, this guy with the egg as his profile or this guy with no picture talking yeah. trash, you know? So like, it's just one of those things. Like you don't see really responsible people talking trash like that. It's always the guy with no profile or they got a picture of Conor McGregor or Israel Adesanya with a, a meme or something like that. So, um, yeah, it doesn't bother me, you know, um, building social media, talking to fans, whatever they have to say, as long as they're into the fight, that's all that matters.
1: We, uh, we, we spoke to Mark Goddard, the ref, and uh, uh, about trolling and, and, and people that would be very outspoken about any kind of decision that he'd made in a fight. And he was quite quick to say he's had thousands and thousands of people throw all kinds of vitriol at him online. No one's ever tapped him on the shoulder and said it to his face, though. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's a fact. You know, people say stuff, everybody's, fate, everybody's safe behind the firewalls and behind their accounts, you know. You, you might have an eight-year-old kid talking trash to you. you know, online. They're probably looking like Brock Lesnar, but in person, you know, it's an eight-year-old kid behind it. So, yeah, man, it is what it is.
2: So, I mean, look, there's potentially a really big fight in, in the future at, at, at middleweight coming up. Between uh, Adesanya and Robert Whitaker, I don't think that deal's done yet or anything, but it looks like that's the way things are trending. You've obviously fought both of those guys. How would you see a rematch between those guys going between Adesanya and Whitaker? What do you think happens in that fight?
3: I don't know. I think I think um, Whitaker makes some adjustments. I'm um, a little bit more patient, a little bit more timed approach. I don't want to give him too much tips because you know if I fight him, I don't want to. Give him... But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think he makes some adjustments and. He's a better version of himself and make the fight more interesting for a rematch.
2: Yeah, so but you don't you're not quite sure which way you think it would go. You think it'd just
3: be a close fight? I mean, if I had to pick, maybe I'll say Izzy because he got it done in the first one. But you know, it was kinda of like a bang bang play. They both threw a hook, Izzy's got there faster. Um he was just on that night. So um yeah. in a rematch, yeah, no no telling. Maybe I mean like I said, if I had to pick I'd say Izzy, but it could be some adjustment made and make it a, a better fight and a good fight.
1: And, and Derek, we're aware that you know we're short on time, and you've got to go and do a, 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 a COVID test. But also, just wanted to get your thoughts on um, uh, last weekend's event with, with, with Kelvin and Canoneer. Uh, and did you agree with the, the decision there? Obviously, like uh, Kelvin didn't.
3: So I can't really call it. Um, like two weeks, a week before fights, before my fights, I really don't watch fights. Oh really? Like, I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. I just kind of like watch, look for the results, and see how how they wanted, and I will read a little bit of like uh threads on Twitter or something, seeing like the fans thought and who they thought won. But um from my take I saw it was a, a close fight, but most people said that uh Cannonier edged it, but it was definitely a close fight. I think they said maybe it was a third round where he, he got he dropped um Gaslam, but mm. Gaslam got yeah. right back up. Man. But I yeah. think that was like the biggest thing in the fight, in a close fight that was everybody can remember. So seemed like Cannonier edged it. So I mean
1: yeah. And and you say yeah. you don't watch, you know, fights in you know in, in the weeks leading up to your fight. What about what about like Darren Till fights? Are you, are you watching tape of, of of Darren?
3: Yeah, so that's what I'll start locking in. I'll start locking in on my opponent. Uh, I really don't watch a lot of film, like I let my coaches do everything. And I really worry about making myself better, making myself the best version of myself. And then like close to the fight, that's when I'll start like locking in a little bit, watching film. Um kind of a little backwards because maybe you'd be like, oh, well, I should been working on this the whole time. But I like being able to, like, make adjustments um, short notice because in a fight, that's how it goes. Somebody might show a new wrinkle you have to make an adjustment quick. So um, that's how I kind of look at things. Yeah, and
2: uh, last question for you, Derek. If the fight all goes well on September 4th, you get that
3: win, what's the go-to meal? How are you celebrating? <laughs> uh, probably some insomnia cookies or maybe some oh. Krispy Kreme donuts. I might eat, like, <laughs> 9 out of 12 or something like that give
1: it a <laughs> really filling up wonderful yeah absolutely. Derek best of luck on the 4th um, it's a shame it can't be in the UK we'd love to have been there to see you fight in person um, yeah. all the best and, and thank you so much for your time today alright
2: thank you guys pleasure mate thank you so much right. thanks man later well, there you go. That's our interview with the brilliant Derek Brunson. Uh, it was really nice of him to give up some of his time for us there because uh, I think he was about to have a, a COVID test, actually, to make sure he was all good to go for September 4th. Um, and it's really nice li- listening to him speak because, you know, he, has, he seems to have no animosity at all towards Darren Till. He says he's a funny guy and it seems like there's going to be An awful lot of respect there on the night, but obviously so much at stake for these two fighters, both of which could have a title shot next if they get the win. So uh, we'll have to see what happens there on September 4th. Again, thank you to Derek Brunson. So in Stu's absence, we have been lucky to get two of the brightest minds in MMA alongside me in the studio to give their thoughts on who they think is going to win on Saturday night between Darren Till and Derek Brunson. We are so, so lucky to have these guys. Their, their resumes speak for themselves. They have a long history in MMA. Uh, you know, they need no introduction. So would you like to introduce yourself?
0: I'm going And I'm seven years old
2: So I'll call over to you first, Autumn Who do you think is going to win? Darren Till or Derek Brunson?
0: I think Derek Brunson
2: Why would you say Derek Brunson?
0: I'm not sure, I just guessed
2: Sure. I mean, that that's the great thing about these guys They just guess and they get it right more often than not Um, Lorcan, over to you Who do you think is going to win? Derek Brunson or Darren Till?
0: Derek Brunson
2: why do you think Derek Brunson's going to win?
0: Because he has more power.
2: He has more power. Well, I think that's actually, you know, possibly true. Who knows? So, unfortunately, not a lot of love there for Darren Till. But what you could say we had was far more mature and intelligent analysis than we've ever got from Stu Whiffin. So, you know, if the fans would like to campaign for post shows that see Stu whiffin pushed out and Autumn and Locken pulled into the show then uh, i can't publicly say that i'll back it i can't publicly say that but i think you can hear from my voice what i think would be best for the show but i can't publicly back that movement if you go and do it guys hey Who knows what could happen? This show could go from strength to strength. That's all I'm saying. Um, Do remember that these are part of our September 4th specials. We've got interviews with Jack Shaw, uh, Molly McCann, uh, Paddy the Baddy Pimblet. Um, and also a preview of uh, of the September 4th card coming up. And not to mention, if you've enjoyed any of these, go back and listen to some of our more in-depth interviews with the fighters like Molly, like Jack, like Paddy the Baddy. Tom Aspinall's also fighting on, on this card, uh, and we've got a great interview with him there. And just uh, an array of brilliant fighters, including UFC champion Alexander Volkanovsky, uh, Tyron Woodley, who sadly did not get the job done against Jake. Paul. But you can hear us talking to all these guys, you know, legends of the sport like Kenny Florian as well, and so much more. Uh, Lerone Murphy as well, we, we, we released now, I think. And uh, that's a cracking chat with a guy that was supposed to be on the September 4th card, but sadly there was visa issues and he couldn't do that. But what a chat that is. And uh, there's a reason why he's called The Miracle. So uh, go and listen to his story there and check them out. And also we're on YouTube now. Check out YouTube. I think we've only got one or two videos up there at the moment, but but we're going to be putting the whole back catalogue up there on YouTube as well. So do check out YouTube, do subscribe, and leave us a little uh, rate and review on the podcast as well. Um, It really helps us out when you do that. And yeah, I suppose uh, we will see you next time. Thanks very much, guys. Bye.